Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special bonus edition of Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. This is your boy Brian, aka El Nino, and today I am joined with. What's up, everybody? It's Tim Howell, the not so macho man. Tim, glad to have you back, brother. Who else Good we got in here? here? Ryan Saber, Captain Cleveland, Browns, Cavs, Indians, C L E. Till I die. I tell you, I know we're going to get to it in a little bit, but that Monday night game was was something special to watch. I will say that a lot of people uh, turned it off with six minutes left to go, and I'm glad to say that I watched the whole thing. And it wasn't really so much heartbreaking for you guys. I still am going to pull for the Browns this year. I'm not. I'm still an Eagles fan, but I will always pull for the underdog as well. But big ups to Saba, the water cooler, Luke Crocker. Uh, and all the Browns fans out there. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about all, well, not all, but the majority of announcements <laughs> from last week's Disney's Investors Day. A lot of cool stuff that was announced, a lot of stuff that we already knew about, which Tim was on the podcast before when we did kind of like the 2020 sneak preview as far as what was going to be coming out on Disney+. Plus. Obviously, when we did that podcast, we did not know that COVID was going to be striking down literally on St. Patrick's Day is when everything got shut down, at least in North Carolina. It hit California and the West Coast before us. But here on the East Coast, it was right around St. Patrick's Day where everything just kind of closed down and, and put an entire halt to the entertainment industry. So we're going to be talking about, you know, Pixar films, Disney Plus, Hulu, FX, all that stuff. But before we get into that, we do want to give a big shout out to the Believe Podcast Network. And of course, uh, one of our great sponsors, betonline.ag. And I'm going to let our man, Captain Cleveland, take it away with our little sponsor plug there. The NFL and college football are in full swing. Playoffs are right around the corner. You might not be at the games this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino, it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonus. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. And I encourage you every week, Luke and myself at WC Sports Pod, the water cooler, we make weekly picks. We're giving people right now this year, we're 16, 16, and two. Not bad. I would give a pick, but I don't know if this is going to air this week. So it, the pick will be outdated. Um, so every week we, we, we release, most weeks we release Tuesday at noon. A couple every once in a while we we go Thursday at noon. Not very rarely do we do that, but uh, we make picks every single week, and we're winning money, baby. Santa, <laughs> we're, we're giving people money for Santa this year. So straight WC Sports Pod. <laughs> Love it. Well, I'll tell you what, I know you can't make a pick for this week because I believe this is probably air on Monday or Tuesday for our listeners out there. We are recording this and it is going to be available on Facebook. This is our first YouTube live episode. But there was 
a a kind of a spread pick them on what the Indians might change their name to. So as far as predictions, yeah. real quick, before we get into the Disney stuff, and believe me, you know, for those of you out there, just believe me, we're going to get to all the Disney announcements. But real quick, Saba, what do you think is going to happen with the, as of right now, the Cleveland Indians, as far as their name goes? Yeah, I think there's, there's like three, four names that I'm hearing. Uh, the Spiders, which was the team's original original name Mm -hmm. the guardians is one that i've been hearing a lot as probably the the best non like animal option i've heard Mm -hmm. avengers which i think has died off a little bit and i've heard Mm -hmm. commodores as well so i i think if i had to put my money on it I would like them to be the guardians to be honest with you i think i think that's a pretty awesome name but it's probably going to end up being the spiders. Luke's a little more high on the spiders than I am. Um, so I, I would probably prefer the guardians, but you know, the Russo brothers are from Cleveland. Um, they filmed uh, Captain America, winter soldier there. They filmed some of infinity war there. They filmed a lot, uh, you know, a lot of the movies that they filmed for Marvel happened in Cleveland. It's also the birthplace of Superman. So, I think there's obviously yeah. some yeah, some opportunity to tie into you know comic books, pop culture, those kind of things. But my guess is they'll probably lean on spiders. All right, excellent. Well, that is uh, your take from our man on the street, our sports aficionado, the one and only Ryan Saba. So let's get hey, to it here. Hey. The yeah. most electrifying voice in sports information. That's right. That's right. At WC Sports Pod, baby. And, of course, you can find Zero Dark Nerdy as well as the water cooler on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast platform for yeah. professionals. All right. So, as a lot of you may, or if you don't know, you obviously do not have access to a television, computer, or the Internet. Disney uh, went ahead and activated its full Death Star capacities last week and went all in and unveiled much of its upcoming slate of projects. So we're talking about pretty much they announced 100 properties, 80% of which are going to debut on their Disney Plus service. And, you know, before we kind of get into it, I want to get your guys' take on this too. Obviously, because of COVID, the Disney theme parks have taken a, a gigantic hit. And I do believe that they are kind of pushing more towards a streaming platform. Streaming platform did incredibly well in its first year, 86.8 million subscribers in its first year. By 2024, they're hoping to get 230 to 260 million subscribers by then, which, of course, when you announce, you know, 100 properties and 80% of which are going to be on your show, obviously a good take. So I want to start with our man, Tim. Tim, you haven't been on the show in a while. We miss you dearly. I know you've been taking care of the family. (laughs) Much praise to to you, the wife, and and the kitty out there. But what's kind of your take so far as far as just the House of Mouse and and not just their announcements, but everything kind of that's been going on since COVID because they literally bought Fox. And when it became official, COVID was like a couple (laughs) months after. So Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think Fox, obviously buying Fox was a huge deal for them. Um, among, you know, all the properties and everything, it gave them control of Hulu pretty much, pretty much completely. Mm. Um, you know, I think, I think that's a big push for them. Um, looking at the numbers that they announced, you know, uh, Disney Plus and ESPN Plus are pretty much where they thought they'd be four years from now. Yeah. Wow. The one that's behind is Hulu. Okay. So I, th- 
I think there's going to be a lot more focus on that um, moving forward. I know they announced a new package for the ad-free Hulu uh, bundled with uh, Disney Plus and ESPN Six more Plus. bucks. Yeah. Like, a real good deal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it. Disney's just been – swinging for the fences um i mean i signed up day one mostly for nostalgia um you know you get to we we had a baby last year and so i was like oh man we can easily show her all our favorite disney movies there's so much stuff there and (laughs) you know the mandalorian is sort of the the crown jewel i think right now Mm. um that's the one you hear about but i mean let's not forget in july hamilton hit holy smokes it it blew up and you know if they keep bringing content from all avenues like they are um nat geo um you know the star wars stuff the marvel stuff like they're i mean they're just killing it (laughs) yeah yeah as they have uh sabo what's your hot take on that look you know i i got disney plus free for a year through Verizon and same I primarily have used it you know I've watched a little bit of the Mandalorian I really like the Mandalorian it's just there's so much shit on right now that it's really tough to watch everything I primarily use it for all the Marvel movies um you know obviously they don't have the Spider-Man stuff yet but that's coming. They've started to incorporate some of the Sony stuff, some of the X-Men stuff's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Avatar on there, which is, is weird. That's 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 a Fox movie too, right? Or is it? Yeah. Fox, so, yeah. you know, I, I use it. I use it, um, you know, primarily to watch the older stuff. There's not a lot of new stuff on there. But mm-hmm. to kind of put, put bring my point back together, my year subscription ended and I started paying for it immediately. So yeah. it's something that's going to continue to be in my arsenal. Um, arsenal. Uh, it's something that I, I, you know, you have to have because I think the expectations were that you were going to see some of these shows that we're going to talk about right now within the first year and you know because of covid and other things those those have been delayed but at this point now that we're starting to see some of the previews and some of the footage from those shows i mean it's basically gonna be they've it seems like they have filmed all of those shows very similar to the movies it's a very similar visual experience obviously the the stories are going to be drawn out a little bit but i I think, I think Disney Plus may, you know, eighteen months from now may end up being. It's certainly not going to overtake Netflix, but it'll it'll be a, a premier a premier platform. Yeah, Agreed. real quick, real quick yeah, to ahead. your point. Um, you know, it just occurred to me a lot of folks got that year for free. And that's probably why this event happened when it did. Yeah, and they came out guns blazing. Yeah, sure. Like stick around for the second year because start, right. start paying us, right? Yeah. 
Actually, here comes a lot. Yeah, honestly, Tim, that, that's a very good point because, yeah, my one year literally just went up just like Sabas. And I'm like, well, of course, I'm going to continue to to pay. And what I like about Disney Plus, too, especially with their movies that a lot of other streaming services don't do. And this goes with movies as well as TV shows as well. And you can kind of see other streaming services start piggybacking off of this is the fact that when you're watching, whether if it's Endgame, Infinity War, that most streaming services don't have the stuff that you see when you would buy a Blu-ray or buy, or buy a DVD, which is like the behind the scenes, yeah. the uh, deleted scenes, stuff like that. And Disney, I thought from the get-go, did a fantastic job of incorporating that in. And now you see like with Peacock, as they're getting ready to pick up the office back from Netflix, they've already said that, listen, after season two, which they didn't have a lot of behind the scenes stuff, like they didn't even know if the show was gonna make it after season two, that you would have access to a lot of those deleted scenes and episodes that never aired. So, you know, I think they definitely set the trend with that. And again, I mean, again, 86 million the first year, you know, to reach 230 million to 260 by 2024, it's Disney. I don't think it's a stretch by any means. I mean, they're, they own damn near just about everything except for Netflix and Amazon and give it like another five or 10 years. And who knows how that will go down. You know, the other thing that I don't think they take enough advantage of, and I, I'm not sure if other platforms have this. HBO Max would probably uh, be smart to pick this up, but they have that uh, that group viewing experience that you can do, mm-hmm. where you where basically the three of us could be watching the show together and then communicate back and forth. Now with like Roku's and and Fire Sticks and all that, there's microphones on. Yeah. the remotes now so we could basically say oh my god did you just see that and it would pop up on the screen i think that's something that's going to end up being um a, a valuable uh feature if yeah. they could really kind of continue to improve it and and jesus just market it right yeah. and again i think hbo max with everything they're doing with with the warner brothers movies and bringing everything out the day that it launches i think that's an opportunity too because Frankly, we don't know what the next six to 12 months are going to look like. Right. You know, vaccines on the way. Well, vaccines don't work if people don't take them. So, <laughs> right. So there's, there's, there's just, we don't, we don't know what the next six, 12 months is going to look like. So, you know, the next 12 months could look very similar to the last 12 months. And, you know, I think there's just going to be an opportunity for all of us to communicate in different ways and enjoy uh, viewing in different ways together, which I'm looking yeah. forward to and really want to try to start to, to utilize more. Honestly, that that's a great point because it's, it's, it's that mystery science theater uh, feel to it, to where we could all, and we do this anyways, when we're together or not together, you know, we're watching a movie. If we're together in the same room, we're talking about what is this idiot doing going into that room, yeah. this, that, and the other. And if we're not in the same room, we're sitting there texting each other. Like, I can't believe this dumbass did this. So it's another way for whether if you're an influencer, uh podcaster, you know, YouTuber to take advantage of being able to a witness more movies at home, but having that group element and then being able to incorporate the, you know, for lack of a better term, the, the shit talking element that always comes with, with the movie going experience. So it's yeah, an I mean, if point. you know, like when some of these movies come out or even the shows, you know, if, if the director, you know, is, is, is able to hold a viewing party right. where you can be in there and the director can kind of, um, 
be providing you know when we shot this scene yeah. you know uh this actor was doing this you know what i mean that there could just be a, a whole different experience or frankly you know let the russo brothers hold an end game viewing party right and then have right. downey come in and and hemsworth and evans i'm calling them all by their last name like, well, <laughs> you're on that bro uh, level right, with them right like but but that's the kind of that's the kind of shit that they could start doing and i mean if 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 I see something that says, okay, you know, next Saturday night at eight o'clock, watch Endgame with the Russo brothers, and and every you know thirty minutes, a different Avenger is going to be a guest, and they're going to talk and provide commentary while the movie's going. That, that would be awesome. Yeah. Like so, I, I think there's just a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Don't be giving away too much, say, but I still want to hold on to you here at Zero Dark Nerdy. I don't want, you know, Marvel Studios to scoop you up, but if they do, I need to get 10% of that. So you're, you're unleashing some fantastic ideas out there. Nobody likes my ideas. <laughs> so what we're going to do is uh, just kind of get into it, round table. I got a, a buzzer for, for things that Tim or Ryan are very interested in, or, or not interested, I'm sorry, could care less about. Then I have like a ding for things that they are. And obviously we, we cannot get through all of them. This would be like a three hour podcast if we could. So I try to, you know, break it down as much as possible. And then I'm going to do a tally as well. And then we're going to have a blog post on this. So we could actually, as far as like a stack ranking, see the things that as a unit, cause I'm going to vote on it too. The three of us are most excited to see. And then I'll also send this out to the rest of everybody on zero dark nerdy, big shout outs to, of course, uh, Matthew, Jadon, um, Jordan, Jordan, Dennis, Court, Courtney, Courtney, Nicole. Uh, we're, we're like the Avengers. I can't, I can't keep up with everybody's names. Uh, Nicole, <laughs> you know, everybody at Zero Dark Nerdy as well. And, and, you know, we'll send some out, you know, some polls out to fans too, but we're actually going to stack rank it as far as what we're interested in, you know, as far as top all the way down to the bottom. So we'll go ahead and start off with Hulu. You know, primarily Hulu before Disney bought Fox. It was it was Disney properties as well as ABC, which a lot of people may not know. Disney also owns ABC. Once they acquired Fox, they pretty much acquired the rest of Hulu because I believe Fox was the other 20% that Disney did not own, something in that ballpark. So by doing so, they've already mentioned that they want to have more of their adult um, focused programming on there, hence Handmaid's Tale, things like that. And they're going to incorporate more of the movies that used to come out on Fox searchlight as well as, um, 20th century studios, which is now renamed 20th century studios because of the buyout going straight to Hulu instead of theaters. So with that being said, the two main properties that I want to talk about on this and get your opinion on, I think the biggest property right now on Hulu is handmaid's tale. I I've yet to watch it, but my, my family watches it. They love the shit out of it. They love the books. They love the show. It, uh, the next season, which will be season four is coming out next year and it's already been renewed for season five. So kind of quick takes, you know, as far as you guys, I don't know if you watch it or not, but just let me know. And then, uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, we watch handmaid. Um, we've watched it from the jump. Um, and it's one of those that we kind of count down to when the next season's going to start. It's always, you know, you find out like two months ahead of time and it's like, Oh, is that, is that out yet? Oh, it's not out yet. Oh man. Um, so yeah, I was kind of bummed. We didn't get a season this year, but you know, good to hear we get two more. Um, I'm not familiar with the book, so that's, I've heard a lot of people say like, once they got off the book, it sucked, but 
I enjoy That's like it. anything now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. I think it's great. Um, glad it's sticking around. All right. So that is a ding right there for Tim and Saba thoughts. I, what I've heard of it, it's a little too much anxiety for me. <laughs> I'm, I, I try to uh, avoid anxiety. I, I have enough anxiety just in waking up in the morning. I don't, I don't, I don't need, I don't need it from my TV shows as well. Uh, I, I am a manufacturer of anxiety. So, uh, it's, it's be your new AKA. Yeah. It's probably one that I will go back and watch when it's all said and done. My brother watches it. He he's big on it. Uh, so I wouldn't necessarily give it a ding or a or a eh. it's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a it's an incomplete and undecided for Captain Cleveland. Undecided. For that you get the harp noise there. That'll be the undecided noise of the night. <laughs> for myself, I'm, I'm I'm in the same boat uh, just like you. I I would like for it to wrap up so I could probably binge it. Again, I've heard nothing but great things. My sisters love it. Uh, Kate, I think it's Caitlin Moss. Is that her name from Mad Men? The, the main actress? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. She was great. I just finally got to see uh, Invisible Man about a month ago, and she was fantastic in that. So I think she's a great actress. I, I do want to check it out, and uh, I will give that one a ding, even though I haven't seen it yet. I will, I will be excited for it to wrap up so I can just kind of binge through because I feel like – you get into some shows, and I did this with Game of Thrones and Sons of Anarchy. I got into the game a little bit late, and then I would, you know, binge through like the first couple seasons, and it's like now I want more. And then you have to wait, and especially with Game of Thrones, you have to wait as much as two years for us to get the finale that we really did not want. But I'll, I'll give that one a, a ding for me. As so far for as the record, for the record, Brian's excited for season four of a show that he's not never watched. <laughs> one, two, or three. Ding. There we go. There we go. Harp sound. Harp sound. Baby sound. All right. And then the second one, which is probably the most surprising announcement for just about anybody uh, that that's not a, an original fan of this show, which I am not. And I'm going to go ahead and give it one of these. Mm. But the... Kardashians. So Disney went ahead and and are bringing the Kardashians over from E to Hulu for some kind of like a worldwide thing. Apparently, it's going to be like a whole road rules kind of thing to where they travel the world. Uh, you can only film so many seasons of them being in Hollywood. So uh, now the next plan is Calabasas. Yeah, well, you, you know what I mean. Going or oh, no, now the next plan is to go around the world with the with, with the shit show that is the Kardashian. So I'm interested to hear your two takes on on Hulu. Well, Disney really picking up Kardashians to bring it to Hulu. So Kylie Jenner today, Forbes released that she is the she earned the most of any celebrity in 2020, I believe it was $590 million. The next closest was Kanye at about 170 million. Um, That family is just sort of, uh, they they, they intrigue me. I'm, I'm not a huge consumer of their content, but what Kris Jenner has done with that entire group and the longevity and careers that have spawned from it. Uh, Kendall Jenner is the highest paid model in the world. Kylie Jenner is the highest paid celebrity. 
Uh, you know, you bring Kanye, Travis Scott into the mix. Scott Disick is like the new Spencer Pratt, right? Like he's just like the <laughs> asshole that everybody hates. But Spencer was was sort of like a, a flash in the pan. Scott Disick's been around for 10 years. Yeah. So I'm just very intrigued by everything that family does. And to your point, I, you know, I, I haven't watched a lot of it. Courtney will watch it and I'll walk in. And it's just kind of them always sitting there arguing in Calabasas or whatever. Right. This idea of them sort of taking it out on the road and going different places and doing different things. I could buy into it because it's going to be the it's going to be lavish it's going to be luxury everything they do is going to be very very extravagant it's like when you watch a drake video it's like dude this guy's lifestyle is fucking unbelievable right, <laughs> right. like it's the same thing right it's going to be the same thing you're going to see their actual like lifestyle in multiple cities and, and I, I can do it so i'll give it i'll give it a ding ding there you go two two dings from uh from captain cleveland there on to our man timmy our man on the street the not so macho man what's your take on the kardashians coming to hulu so the the not so macho man watches the kardashians who would have guessed i i would have uh so from what my sources are telling me uh kim kendall and kylie will not be part of whatever they're doing i didn't know that yeah it's basically the ones that need money uh, so like fucking Rob and <laughs> no, so I think it's uh Chris, Courtney, Chloe, and uh, Scott are the kind of the main group. I like Scott. I think he's hilarious and adds some. Uh, he's awesome. You know, Scott he, just doesn't give a shit. That's why doesn't. I love Scott. And uh, you know when they get out of hand and they're like, "Oh, my three hundred dollars shoes are." <laughs> the wrong color white he's like listen to yourself you're ridiculous yeah. yes um but uh my wife loves it so she's the source by the way she's my inside <laughs> scoop so uh, i was wondering who your source was i was gonna yeah, ask it's her. it's her uh so i for her i'll give it a ding <laughs> right. i'm a little disappointed at that you know but as long as they got scott and you know look Courtney's, I think, you know, look, we're not misogynistic here. I'm just, I'm, I'm just coming out. I think court, in my opinion, I th- I've always thought that Courtney has been sort of the most attractive one. She's the oldest. Mm-hmm. So I dig her. I dig her style. I dig her vibe. So I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> All right. All right. Two dings. So two dings against one, one X. None wrong with that. Again, we're going to tally all this up at the end of the show. So that's going to wrap it up for Hulu. There, there again, there weren't too many announcements. You know, they they made the announcement about it wasn't really an announcement. They aired a uh, happiest uh, season with um, homegirl from Twilight, Kristen Stewart. Stewart, which actually was not a bad movie. I watched that with uh, with Ashley the other day, and it was it was, it was pretty good. So you know that that was about it. Not a lot on the Hulu front. So next we're going to go to oh. FX. Hold on, Tim's before we leave Hulu, I want to add one thing. Um, they've made a big push to start bringing in big stars, I noticed. Uh-huh. Um, I think they announced a movie with Nicole Kidman and Michael Keaton. Um, I can't remember now if that was two separate movies. But uh, most importantly, a comedy, I think, series with Martin Short and Steve Martin. Oh, so wow. Sign me up for that one. Yeah. 
I did not know that. So now that yeah. sounds great. And uh, I will say this too for Hulu, one of my favorite Hulu properties and probably one of the, I don't want to say biggest surprises of 2020. And I think Sabah, you and I had this conversation and I just started rewatching it again. Dave with uh, Lil Dicky is absolutely outstanding. Eight episodes, 30 minutes long. Even if you're not a fan of Lil Dicky, I highly suggest you check it out. It was renewed for season two. And uh, there's no word yet as far as a release date, but that was a phenomenal Hulu property in my eyes. LD. LD. So moving on, we're going to go to FX now. Uh, Two of the biggest announcements that they had. Well, I mean, there was a few ones. The biggest one that came is Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the, the little show that could. I mean, I remember watching the, and I have the first season on DVD, and it has their two pilot episodes, which are five minutes long and literally just a one shot in, in, in a Hollywood alleyway. And it truly shows you like, I'm not going to say this works for everybody, but literally if, if you if you work your ass off, you dream it like you just never know what's going to happen. And especially with the addition of uh, Danny DeVito in season two, really, really skyrocketed the show. And it's already been the longest running television show of all time that's not that's not animated you know besides cops and i think it actually surpassed cops but now it got extended for four more seasons already which is just incredible for you know really it was rob and charlie day that started it and then they brought on uh d and then of course d's brother i can't think of their names right now so, I mean, to me, congratulations to the Always Sunny crew for, for such a tremendous feat. I mean, 20, television, 20, 20 seasons of any kind of show is unheard of. And then Atlanta has been renewed, which I know is one of Saba's favorites two seasons. Uh, for two more seasons. Yep. So as far as before we kind of go down the line, which is not a huge line that I have for FX, but what's your opinion as far as Atlanta and Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I'll talk more to uh, Atlanta because you know I, I've watched Always Sunny, but I'm not I'm not a diehard Always Sunny guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll watch a few episodes here and there, but Atlanta, what Donald Glover's done with Atlanta, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, the other guy I can't remember his name right now, he, the guy that plays Paperboy, he's been yeah. getting all kinds of movie roles. Uh, it's an absolutely uh, genius show, great storylines. A couple episodes a season get a little weird and kind of go off into the into right field, but it's you know I talked about this in in one of our solo dubs in season mm-hmm. one, so you know it's I think it's one of the best shows on TV, and you know it's 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 sort of um, has like um, like a curb your enthusiasm vibe to me, like a yeah. behind the scenes curb your enthusiasm vibe. Larry David has a contract with HBO that says. I might not make a season of fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm for nine years. And you know what? Don't ask me about it. I'll come to you and I'll tell you when I have a season. It feels to me like Donald Glover has that going on with FX where basically they want content. We want you to make seasons. But you know what? If it takes four years to make a season, we're good with it. So I I like that. I like the vibe. It's a great show. If you haven't watched it, there's two seasons of it. Watch it. You'll love it. Yeah, and uh, Paperboy is Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, and he's been in movies, man. Yeah. He was in he was in This Is Us, I think. Not This Is Us. Uh, the the horror movie where they have the opposite persons of themselves. He, he, oh, he's us. been in a lot. Us. Yeah, he's he's yeah. been in that. He's he's in a lot. He I think he was in. Uh, it, 
he's been in a lot of movies. Okay, yeah. so anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I like the way you said that, too, uh, before we get to Tim real quick, because there are artists like that. For instance, Justin Timberlake, you know, he has movie deals as well as album deals, and they're both – they're not like, uh, there's no time limit on them. And he's even said, he's like, when I feel music, this is when I want to record. And he says the same thing about acting. When I feel like I'm in the zone to act, then that's when I want to act. And that's the way it should be. It shouldn't be a rush thing just because they have a hot property and push it out. So hopefully it is like that with Atlanta because I finally did start watching it and I, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, I, and Donald Glover is just a damn genius. Trailer for a new Justin Timberlake movie actually came out today. It's on. Uh, it's it's uh, January on Apple TV. He's uh, ex-convict. It's called Palmer, ex-convict. He's uh, dealing with uh, a little boy who sort of has some gender identity issues. He's kind of working through them with that. It's. It looks like it's going to be a make you cry. Palmer. I see you writing the name down, Behern. It's Palmer. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I was, January, I was making sure I'm keeping up with the scores yeah, on what everybody's grading. Yeah, January twenty ninth. So check that out. the The trailer just came out today. All right, I'll check it out. And then I got a, a buzz for you on Always Sunny, and then a ding for Atlanta. Yes. All right, Tim, you're up. Uh, not a whole lot to add, uh, honestly. Um, I, I like Always Sunny. I like Atlanta. I have not watched all of either. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've seen, I like of both. Uh, I do think Always Sunny is starting to get to that that phase every sitcom does, where it's like jump the shark. Mm-hmm. What what are they gonna do next? Like yeah. you've got to get more ridiculous and more. And I mean that show's always been ridiculous, but yeah. Um, but it is still funny. Atlanta's great. Um, American Horror Story was also renewed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't watch that, but. I know a lot of folks that do. So uh, give me, I guess, put me down for a couple harps on that. But uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, I mean, FX, I'm more excited about what's coming to FX than what's staying there. What's coming? So what's coming? Are you? Are we talking about? We can go and get right to it too, because I know Saber does not watch American Horror Story, so no. I'm going to put you down for a big buzz on that one. And I get, I get fucking scared, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. I don't. I don't watch it. So so you're you're good. And even my daughter, who was a huge fan, she's kind of fallen off the bandwagon a little bit on American Horror Story. So I'll give her a little buzz for that. <laughs> but uh, the big news, and I hope this is what you're talking about, is the uh, Alien. TV show coming that's, to FX. Yeah, that's half of it. Um, okay. it. It's cool to see Disney taking the properties they've gotten and give it, you know, through the Fox purchase and giving them kind of the same treatment that they're given Alien, or I'm sorry, given Star Wars and, and Marvel. And, you know, they're investing in these other franchises that they've now got at their disposal. Um, I was talking about the uh, YTT series. Um, of course, he did a uh, what we do in the shadows. Yes. Uh, he has a new series coming out called, I believe it's called reservation dogs, uh, about native American teens growing up in, I think it's Oklahoma on the reservation. Right. Um, just, uh, such a like unique perspective, a unique concept. I feel like, um, and of course he's amazing. So, (laughs) um, excited to see what, what that comes out like. Yeah. Good call. Have you guys just real quick? Have you guys seen Jojo Rabbit yet? Yeah, not yet. Oh man, it's it's so freaking it. good, so damn good. Taika's just 
he's a visionary. And I, I don't know if it's just him being from New Zealand and they just see things in a different aspect. But uh, I, I tell you what, I'm just a huge, huge fan of the guy. And, you know, speaking about that, we're going to go ahead and convert over to. So we have we have Lucas Films. So we're going to go ahead and talk about the shows first. So obviously Mandalorian, massive hit, massive, massive hit. I mean, anybody, especially us Verizon users that got Disney Plus for free, that was the one thing that, you know, we really got to enjoy from the get-go. And I'm not a, you know, I'm uh, myself, you know, Saba, I think, I think Tim, you're, you're right around. I know I'm the oldest in the group, but I'm, you know, I'm used to growing up to where you literally had to wait one week at a time for shows. You know, I was not... Uh, gifted with being able to binge something right away unless it came out forever ago and maybe you got the TiVo it back in the day. So that was the one knock on Mandalorian that a lot of people were upset about was the fact that they couldn't, you know, sit down and watch the entire season in one day. I don't mind them taking that approach, just like Amazon. I like that they did the first three episodes of The Boys right off the gate and then went, you know, one episode a week. I don't mind doing that. I really don't. So, you know, they came out, hit a home run. John Favreau, just one of my favorite directors and people in all of Hollywood, killed it, absolutely killed it with this. And I think literally it, it wiped the stink off of not just the last Star Wars movie, but also like Solo, which was the last spinoff movie before we got to the final Skywalker movies and just kind of let everybody forget about all that. And um, with that being said, so we'll just go ahead and get right to, so there's going to be two direct spinoffs on The Mandalorian. There's going to be Rangers of the New Republic, and then the uh, Ahsoka uh, TV show with Rosario Dawson, who's already made a cameo this season on, uh, on The Mandalorian. And then eventually, both of these shows will lead to a massive crossover. We've seen this work and I, I want to use this term loosely work with the CW and their, you know, Arrowverse and all that. I obviously think being that this is Disney and Favreau and everything else, this will tie in a lot better. But just on those two shows alone, and even The Mandalorian too, let me get feedback from you guys on that. Yeah, well, I'll, uh, I love The Mandalorian. Um, growing up, uh, Boba Fett was always my favorite. Um and and actually, uh, I tweeted out this season. I was like, "There's a man dressed as Boba Fett on a speeder bike." Twelve year old me is writing this show. That's like <laughs> the stuff you you play with your figures, and that's what you're doing. And it this season has been just fun. Um, love spoiler, I guess. I love that Boba Fett's back. Yeah. Um, I know there's rumors of him getting sort of a mini series of how he got from. Return of the Jedi to Mandalorian. Right. Um, I hope that happens. Um, but they did sure didn't announce it last week. Um, I, you know, you think about star Wars, there were three great movies. Then there were decades later, three disappointing movies. Sure. Then decades later, there were three disappointing movies. Right. And it's like, this is such a beloved franchise and, and not, you know, shitting on it at all. I love all of it, honestly, even the stuff that sucks, but, uh, it Mandalorian has just revitalized it. And I think that's evident with all the stuff they're, they're doing moving forward. Um, 
those two shows in particular, honestly, are probably towards the bottom of my list okay. uh, of of what I'm excited about, but pretty excited about them. Okay. So I'll go. I'll give you two harps for uh, okay. For All that, right for those for, two, for the bottom yeah. of the list. <laughs> All right, Captain Cleveland, what's your take on this? Look, I love The Mandalorian. I love Favreau. Uh, I'm a little behind on The Mandalorian. We were kind of talking about this off air, but it's certainly something that I will watch. I'm a guy that I don't think I've loved. Loved is, 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 is a little dramatic. I've liked all of the Star Wars movies in their own way. Huge fan of Episode 2, Episode 3. Definitely a big fan of seven. Eight wasn't great. I haven't seen nine yet. I haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker yet. So, right, that's the last one. Yep. I haven't seen that yet. But these are all things that that I will definitely watch. I loved Rogue One. Um, mm-hmm. I I even liked the Solo movie, to be honest with you. So, in in for you, Tim, you said that Boba Fett was your guy. Han Solo was always my guy. I love it. So, mm-hmm. look. I love it. I, I'm into it. I'll watch it. I'll watch the spinoffs. Uh, a guy I work with, and again, Tim and I were talking about this off air. He's he's been just hounding me, like, dude, you gotta watch Clone Wars. You gotta watch Clone Wars, and yeah. and I'm gonna watch that. You know, so these are all things that I will absolutely 100% consume. It's gonna get even more difficult, so it's something that I'm probably gonna have to get on now. Um, and in, in, in start and start watching, but I will be. I fully expect to be fully caught up on the Mandalorian in the next couple of weeks, and uh, I'll watch anything that they spin off of it, especially if Favreau's involved. Yep, agreed. And uh, I, I know, get dings. I get dings on that. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Two dings. <laughs> All right. So speaking of Rogue One, which. Uh, you know, Sable, you and I have had this conversation a lot. This is a conversation I have with a lot of Star Wars fans out there. You know, to me, this is uh, as, as much as the Skywalker saga, we would not have all this without the Skywalker saga. So I do not want to degrade the movies by any means. I mean, uh, from New Hope to especially Empire, which is still, to me, one of the greatest sequels of all time, even though it's technically episode five, but at the time it was a sequel. It, I mean, it, it, it's been fantastic. And yeah, there were definitely some, some hiccups in one through three, definitely some hiccups in seven, eight, nine. That is, that is for damn sure. So with that being said, when they came out with rogue one, it just hit on, on so many different levels to me, you know, just the fact that you, you actually get to see how the, uh, like the rebels got their their hands on the the plans of the Death Star and how much sacrifice it took and the story in between that and just the performances on top of that too. It was uh, Forrest Whitaker. Uh, I cannot think of the Asian gentleman's name who was the blind guy who went strictly by the Force. No. But I mean, great performances all around. So we have the road. Our boy, our on. boy Ben Mendelsohn's in that. That's right. He's the, that's right. He's the villain. That's right. And a very underrated actor as well. I don't know how many so of you guys watch The Outsider. I know you haven't Saber because it is that Stephen King shit. Yeah. But Ben Mendelsohn, especially uh, his role in Captain Marvel, is absolutely fantastic. And I'm really glad that he got to keep his accent. So whenever we do, we've, we've talked about this over and over again, doing like very underrated actors episode. 
he's definitely in that oh, for yeah. me. But again, the Rogue One spinoff. So they are going to do one on Andor, which is the main character. Diego Luna plays mm-hmm. him. It's going to be like a spy thriller leading up to, you know, pretty much the events of Rogue One, which spoiler alert does not end well for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so obviously a prequel. I, I will say this. As much as I really thoroughly enjoyed Rogue One, his character was honestly probably my least favorite. Ah, come on! I, 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 you know that, and, and that's—I mean, I, I get—I get his role. I get what he was trying to do. I will probably watch the show, so that's going to be a very hard maybe for me on that one. You know, I will watch it because, like I said, Rogue One is probably in my top three of all-time favorite Star Wars movies, period. Whether, you know, the direct Skywalker franchise or spinoffs or whatnot. But that's that's my take on it. I want to go and get that out of the way. Tim, what, what's your take on, on the Andor Rogue One spinoff? Uh, I'm partially with you. Um, if I'm looking at that movie and I go... I want to make a show about one of the, I want to watch a show about one of these characters. He's not my first choice. Agreed. That said, I'm pumped for this show. (laughs) Um, I think a lot of these shows that they announced are what they envisioned sort of the star Wars stories being Mm -hmm. rogue one solo. I think solo kind of put an end to that idea, uh, which is unfortunate because solo is not that bad. It's really not. Um, but I think this and a couple others that we'll get to are are kind of filling in those those gaps. Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a ding on that. Ding on that one. Captain Cleveland, where are we at? I, I'm into it. I love it. I I, I liked him in Rogue One. I, I liked his character. I you know me, I love love, so I love the little <laughs> sort of love story there. So uh I'm into it, man. I'm ding ding. <laughs> a ding ding and a maybe i like it i like it let me give you those dings there all right keep it moving out there obviously this has been announced for a while now but they've made it official not just with ewan mcgregor you know of course signing on as obi-wan kenobi but now they're bringing back hayden christensen which don't get me wrong he has not been in a lot of movies or shows and quite some time now so i'm sure he was biting at the bit for it, which i will say i really do love him in the movie jumper which is probably one of my most underrated, you know, in in my top yeah, 10 of underrated movies. But, you know, he's coming back as Darth Vader, obviously Ewan McGregor. So this is going to take place, of course, after the events of Revenge of the Sith. So what are some, uh, you know, giveaways, thoughts on the Obi-Wan Kenobi series coming to Disney Plus? I, I'll just reiterate what I said. I think this was a, you know, in someone's mind, this was a Star Wars story movie. Right. And then they thought, ah, we can make this a series and do it right. Yeah. There's there's a lot of story to be told, I think, to get you from episode three to four. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, mostly it's children growing up, which is boring to watch unless they're yours. <laughs> <laughs> or Obi-Wan and, uh, and Darth Vader. Um, I, I hope this gives Hayden Christensen kind of a redemption a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think he got a lot of undeserved uh, hatred, I guess. I agree. <laughs> um, you know, he, he played the character they wrote. He couldn't. Right. What are you supposed to do he, with that? Yeah. He couldn't do it so much. So, yeah. um, and you know, the, 
Darth Vader that we have seen uh, in recent TV and film is different from the uh, A New Hope Darth Vader. Um, so I think that'll be a lot of fun to, to be able to see, you know, him really taking full, going full into the dark side and, and getting real good with a lightsaber. Right. And, um, and then how, you know, why does Obi-Wan just go retire in the middle of the desert? Right. Right. I think, I think that'll be, it's, it's a story that I'm interested to, to see. So, yeah. And I, I agree with you too. I mean, the great thing about Disney Plus is they're bringing these stories to life more ways that you can capture with a series than you can in a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. Which is going to leave so much more to the imagination. So, Saba, what's, what's your take on that? Let me give a no, couple things out there for Tim. I'm, I'm, I'm totally into this one as well. Uh, I, I liked Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker and the, the transition into. Darth Vader and you know the the final battle where he got his arms and legs chopped off. I, I, look, I, I thought episode two and three were were good. I mean, I I really enjoyed them. So I'm I'm in the um you know the minority when it comes to that. I like Ewan McGregor. You know he and you know he's this is a role that I don't know if anybody else really could have played to be honest with you because mm-hmm. he's kind of become. Obi-Wan so uh, yeah. I'm into it I'm looking forward to it it's it'll be one that I will not need to catch up on yeah good call a couple dings out there for Saba and I'm gonna keep the dings on going uh, same thing I love you McGregor as, as Obi-Wan I to be honest with you if, if I were to pick between the first three and the last three I will take episodes two and three over episodes eight and nine, to be quite honest with you. And, uh, and again, I agree with Tim as well. I do think that, uh, that Hayden Christensen did get a lot of unfair, um, you know, just kind of backlash. It's like, what, I mean, what are you supposed to do with a character that we've literally only seen with a helmet off and actual emotions for all of five minutes, you know? And then, Besides that, uh, obviously, one of the main reasons, I, another reason I love Rogue One is at the very end where Darth Vader is, for lack of a better term, fucking shit up. You know, we don't really get, we see him choke people out throughout, you know, especially in the first four. And then, of course, the lightsaber battle with Luke and all that. But really, Rogue One is when it was like, okay, like this dude is. We all knew it was a badass, but that last two minutes of, of Rogue One where I was just like, wow, this is amazing. So, uh, yes, I definitely agree with that 100%. So just to keep it moving a little bit. Now, there is no mention as to if uh, our boy Donald Glover is going to be coming back, but there is a mention of a Lando spinoff. Yeah. To me, I think Donald Glover is Lando. I just and don't think they're going to be able to get him. If it's not Donald Glover, don't make the show. Agreed. Agreed. Don't do it. Yeah. Or yeah. Billy D. It could be <laughs> Billy D. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> right. But I mean, if it's Billy D, they either got to do like the Irishman, like, you know, facial reconstruction that, like 45 <laughs> yeah. years ago, or they just go ahead and do and go cheaper and uh, try to get Donald Glover while he's available. So. And they better do it now while nobody's touring and nobody's really recording stuff. So 
real quick on that one. So Lando. So with with Donald Glover, you guys are both in. Without you guys are yeah, both out. That's it. All right. I'm not out. I'm not out. You're not out. I'm not out. Not out. Even without I mean, Donald Glover. No, I'm still in. Okay, I'm that's, still that's in I'm for saying. Lando. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. There's uh, just not enough there. details about there's none of the direction that they want to go. Is this is this you know pre yeah solo is this post right he sort of um t- you know t- uh you know right i'm i'm, I'm my mind's he's yeah. the reason why han solo got frozen in the in the shit right yeah. so is it you yeah. know what i mean I, how I does know, he take over cloud city yeah where oh, right, where right, good point. where where is this where, where is timeline it wise yeah, yeah. I, I need i need more details so i'm definitely an undecided on that but you know regardless of where it's at in the timeline if donald glover's in it i'm in yeah you know but if it just if it feels like they're trying to force it just to get content out and just do sort of origin stories on every character that's now in the star wars cinematic universe or whatever you want to call it i think uh what i need more and i mean we got to remember too you know just because they announce all this stuff it, it, it is investors day for a reason and their stocks went up through the roof the next day because of it doesn't mean all this stuff's going to get made carbonite so. it's carbonite right <laughs> yeah right i just like that you forced it yeah i appreciate all right. that so um to just want to make sure okay so to wrap up the lucasfilm slate now we're going to go to the movie so there's still and we don't have enough information to really talk about it the taika wakiki film uh, that is yet to, there's, there's no characters, there's that. no story, nothing. there's no plot, but he's involved. I can go ahead and give us all dings on that yeah. because if he's doing it, I will sure as hell be watching it, and I know the rest of us will. So the one thing we do know for sure is Wonder Woman director, uh, is it Patty? Yeah, Patty Jenkins, Patty Jenkins. is going to be doing the Rogue Squadron film, which to me, Her one lock. of my favorite things of the Star Wars films, especially 4, 5, and 6, are the, the 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 scenes like the battle scenes in space with the tie fighters and and everything else and the rebel pilots and of course whenever you go to dave and busters they have like the huge i can't think of the name but of course it costs like ten dollars to play one round because it's dave and busters but you get in there and you're in a damn tie fighter going up against everything else and you can pick your different missions and i mean it's just fantastic so the fact that we actually get a rogue squadron movie um, that's going to take place where Luke actually led it. I'm very, very excited about. So that's that's you know a ding for me. Let me get a little bit of feedback from you guys on that. I got nothing else. That I mean that that sums it up perfectly. I'm I'm pumped for it. I'm, I think it's going to be very sort of action packed. Um, you know, Top Gun esque, right? Yeah. Where they 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 really put an emphasis on on the dog fighting and those mm-hmm. kind of things. Uh, I'm I'm into it. I love it. Yeah, the tie fighting in the X-Wings. Oh, my goodness. Tim, where are yeah. you at? Same thing. Uh, loved the Rogue Squadron game on N64. Mm-hmm. Um, hadn't played the new uh, was it Squadrons yet, but mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I mean, the dog fights, that's – I'm here for it. Um, make me care a little more about Porkins and Biggs and Wedge <laughs> and all those guys. So, yeah, and um, I don't know if it would – directly tie into this but i've seen some rumors about sebastian stan playing uh young luke skywalker 
Yes. So yeah, that was uh, Boss Logic. I want to say our boy Boss Logic, but he might as well be our boy. <laughs> you know, he's on uh, Instagram doing his thing, and probably one of the best people I've ever seen on Photoshop. Oh yeah. But he did the Photoshop version of him as a as a you know it kind works. of not, not young, but like middle aged Luke Skywalker, yeah. and it looked fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's how Rosario got involved. Was people were like, "Oh, she'd be great," and they were like, "Yeah, you know what." So, yeah, I'm in. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So we're all agreed on that one. And, again, hopefully we'll get more details on the uh, on the Taika Wakiki Star Wars film. Keeping it going now. All right. So Disney, of course, the House of Mouse has some announcements. Some of them um, I we, we've known about. One of them, very, very brand new news to me. So Hocus Pocus sequel. Let me see where you guys are at <laughs> as far as that goes. Hit me with a ding. Um, <laughs> that's every Halloween. We, we got to watch Hocus Pocus at least once. Um, you know, it, it's, it's that nostalgia grab. Um, everyone's real nostalgic right now, especially like our early 30, mid 30 crowd. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised every, if everyone's available and Lord knows Disney can afford them. So not a surprise at all. Uh, it's been rumored for a little while. So I'm, I'm in. Was right. it Cher and Bette Midler? And... It's not Cher. It's not Cher. It's Sarah Jessica Parker, <laughs> man. Uh, I think I, I don't I don't care. We'll, we'll, we'll give you one of those. No, no. No. <laughs> he cares less than that. Oh, no, so you, get, you, want, you, want, you want the buzz. Yeah, I don't care. All right, so buzz for that. Uh, to me, nostalgia as well. It, it's not so much I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely in the middle. Like, let's just see what they do. I have not seen the remake to The Witches yet on HBO Max. Uh, according to Tim's face, it is not worth it. Oh, no, watching. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. I mean, we all know this. With, with remakes, it, it's definitely hit or miss. And unfortunately, it's more times miss than it is hit. So keeping it moving, this was honestly the most interesting thing to me that I did not catch last week, but I caught in the article today. So they are remaking Three Men and a Baby, but with Zach, Zach Efron. Efron playing the Steve Gutenberg character. So I definitely want to hear some feedback on this. <laughs> I, I love the original Three Men and a Baby. That was what? It was Steve Gutenberg, Ted Danson, and... Uh... Who was the third man? Oh, good question. It was Tom? It was Tom Selleck. Yes, it yeah, was Tom yeah, Selleck. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It, so you know that's classic. They made a sequel to that too. Yeah, three men and, and a little, little, little lady. Yeah. Look, I'm into it. I like Zac Efron. You know, I, I like what he does. He's fun mm-hmm. as, as he's gotten older and kind of moved away from the, you know, the the high school musical persona and become right. a little bit more like a, a bad boy sex symbol or whatever. Like I'm into his movies, you know, so I, I you know, let's see who, who the other two men are, but uh, I can dig it. What's the movie that he was in? It was him, Michael B. Jordan and Miles Teller where um, morning they, after uh, whatever. Like that. But that was sort of like a, 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 a trio buddy movie, and he was really good in that. So, you know, that, that's the movie that comes to mind when I think about the sort of genre that this or the, 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 the feel that this could have. I'm into it. Tim? Uh, so I've actually never seen the original. Uh, I'm familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's one let of those. Give, let me give the ding to Sable real quick. There we go. <laughs> it's one of those that I'll uh, I'll check out. I mean, it's going straight to Disney Plus. I'll check it out. Um, mm-hmm. Zach Efron also great in The Greatest Showman. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, like he ne- matured, and you know, I got nothing against him. He's his show on Netflix is is pretty entertaining. Um, but if if you don't mind me transitioning, the biggest shock I saw kind of on the same lines was Sister Act 3. I did not see that. Whoopi? Yeah. Well, Whoopi. tell me Whoopi's coming back. Whoopi's com- that's, uh, that's about it. Whoopi's coming back, Sister Act 3. Okay. Uh, I think straight to Disney Plus, but I was like, yeah, all right. I'm into that. Dude, all when right. movie th- when 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 movie theaters all close in about four months, everything's going straight. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I laugh, but goddamn, I cannot wait to see a movie. I think the last movie I saw, I was telling Saba, it was the beginning of the year. We went to go see Once the gentleman. Well, oh yeah, the gentleman. That's right, yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah, that was in January. Yeah. So it was, thank God, it was, it was thank God we went and saw it because I didn't want to. But I did. yeah. we went. No. We went last Christmas Eve, and I think that was the last, mm. the last time. I, I will Probably say ever. I, I, <laughs> to, yeah. to, uh, you know, there's, there's people out there that, that do not like Zach Efron because of his Disney days where to me, I'm like, everybody's got to start somewhere. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. But to me, honestly, I think he's made a lot of really good films. I love him and neighbors. Yeah, um, yeah. Mike and Dave need wedding dates with him and our and boy kid from, from Alex. Yeah. Uh, Adam Deve- uh, Devine. Uh, and your movie you're talking about, Saba, is that awkward moment. Yeah, 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 with yeah. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, but uh, he's he's a very talented actor. And, and to your point, Tim, my daughter actually put me on to the Netflix show that he's doing that like documentary series. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, like it's it's really good. So I'm definitely not a Zac Efron hater by any means. So originally when I saw it, I was just intrigued because it was more like they're really going to remake this movie. But at this point, you know, we're in 2020 now. Like they're remaking damn near everything. So yeah. why wouldn't they remake remake this? But yeah, I agree with to Saba's point too. Let's see who they cast as the other two guys in this. Yeah. But um, we'll see. Uh, it's a good I, start. I do like Zac Efron, and yeah, if it's going to be right on Disney Plus, then I mean, why the hell wouldn't I watch it? Yeah. <laughs> so so ding dings around for for three men and a baby with Zac Efron. All right. So keeping it moving, I brought this up on our pre-show. So they're also going to be doing for Disney Plus three sports-based movies on the lives of Chris Paul, Wake Forest, very own, uh, Keenan Love, which I do not know a lot of information about, to be quite honest with you out there, and Saba, who is the Greek freak? How do you say his name? Giannis Atetunkumpo. There we go. There we go. You get an applause one for that one because I sure as hell would have butchered that. Antetokounmpo. <laughs> so just, just call him Giannis or the Greek freak. Everybody. I'm just going to go with Greek freak on that one. So with that being said, uh, and we'll start with you, uh, Saba, especially you know you being uh, with the water cooler WC Sports Pod. For those of you maybe just tuning in or whatnot, you know, are you interested in all three? Maybe one out of three, two out of three. Like, what's your take on that? Because I'm a big fan of of true stories, but I want to hear your take. Disney always does great sports movies. I think of Miracle. I think of um, you know, Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. I think of Invincible. I think was a was a Disney movie. It was. Disney always does great sports movies. Look, I'll check it out. Definitely the Giannis one. Uh, I don't know Keenan Love. I'll have to take a look at it. They just had a movie come out. Um, Safety. 
the safety, safety from Clemson, yeah. which mm-hmm. I'll probably end up watching that. And what was the first one? Who was the first one on? Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. I'll watch the CP3. You know, yeah. local kid. He's fr- he's from you know North Carolina. He's from mm-hmm. up in the mountains, like Mount Airy area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, went to Wake Forest. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll watch him. Yeah, like it, like it. A couple of things across the board there. Tim, where are you at on these? Yeah, nothing, nothing to add. Um, I mean, <laughs> everything Ryan just said. Disney does a great sports movie. Uh, mm-hmm. The one, the one you left out to me is Radio. God, um, I love radio. Cuba. So good. Have you seen uh, radio? So Brian? good. Oh, my goodness. I got to give you the air horns on that one. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely check them out. I'm interested to see if it's, um, you know, actors portraying these guys, if they're, if it's more documentary style. I mean, oh, the, I the impression the I got is it, it, yeah, that's the impression I got is it's sort of a, you know, reenactment situation. So, okay. um yeah, I mean, definitely looking forward to those. I would right. say especially the Chris Paul. So, Excellent. can't wait! Can't wait to see him punch a dude in the wiener. That's <laughs> what he. That's what he does. I only, uh, you know, I'm going to try to like sum this down a little bit. So we got Kenya Barris, obviously known for all the ish shows. You know, Blackish, Mixish. Uh, I love hashtag Black AF or uh, is it what is it just. Yeah, hashtag Black AF on Netflix. So he's got his version of Cheaper by the Dozen coming out, which to me is already Black AF on Netflix. Um, what's uh, what's a take on that one? <laughs> so I haven't watched the new show on Netflix. I, I will watch it. Uh, we watched the ish shows here. We did not watch um, the one on Rainbow that came out, and it's since been canceled. But Blackish from the beginning, Grownish. It's on uh, Freeform, so it's not mm. on ABC. Little different vibe. It's for a different crowd, a younger crowd. It's uh, you know we we enjoy it. So I'm gonna watch the show that's on Netflix. He's on it, right? And, yeah, he's uh, he's actually in the show. Who's yeah. the? Is it um, Rashida Jones plays Rashida his wife. Jones? Quincy Jones's daughter. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Quincy. Um, <laughs> shout so out to my boy Quincy, my, my boy Quincy. Yeah, shout out to Q. <laughs> So yeah, I'll watch it. I love it. And I and I was a huge fan of the Cheaper by the Dozen movies. Steve Martin, you yeah. know, Ashton Kutcher was in those. Those were fun. What they do, two of them, maybe even a third one. Yeah, they um, definitely did two. They definitely two, did yeah. two. I was yeah. into it. So yeah, I, I I would definitely take a a more progressive um, version of that. A, a more a more two, a more twenty twenty version. Absolutely. All right. All right. Ding on that one, Tim never i have not seen the uh, i think i saw the first steve martin one um yeah eugene levy's in there right probably i believe uh, so like the the rival neighbor or whatever um i mean again i'll probably check it out but uh not not one that really hit my radar too hard last week yeah, I just kind of saw that one in there. And then last one, this one I'm very partial about in, in two different ways. And I'll go ahead and kick this one off. So they are doing a remake of Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which was yes. one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. That being said, I am a huge fan of Andy Samberg, who is going to play, I believe, Dale. He's going to play one of the two. 
I think Dale. Um, yeah, and he, you know, of course, uh, Saturday Night Live, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Lonely Island. Nine, nine? But yes, Nine Nine, and then John Mulaney yes. is gonna play the other voice. I am just one of those people where I literally try do. to like John Mulaney and just can't. I, and I don't know what it is. I want to. I really do want to. It's not that I don't get his humor. It's just one of those, like, what is it in, in Wedding Crashers where he's like, I don't know what it is about your face, but I just want to punch it. Like, that's <laughs> that's how I feel about And, I mean, John Mulaney, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. I'm just, I don't know what it is, man. I just can't. I can't get past it. John, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> John, if you're watching he's this, like, I'm yeah, a I can't wait to fan. send someone to your house uh, to punch have, you in the face. Have your, have your people call my people. <laughs> By the way, that, that guy right there is my people. <laughs> The one that wants to punch you in the face. So Look, I will give that is, one. Is it, is it live one action? Is it live action or is it going to be animated? It's a it's a live action yeah. action CGI yep. combo. I'm going to give it every opportunity to 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 for me to love it. Okay, that is my feedback. So I have a giant list of everything that was announced, and we. By the way, we have not touched on. A lot of it. I know, I know. Like uh, I said, if we, if we would, this would be like a three-hour uh, episode. I'm trying to condense we're as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. we're already at an hour. <laughs> I want to do a quick list uh, in in just a second. Yeah, just name them. But uh, this is the one thing that I had highlighted. Okay. Uh, I love Sandberg. I love John Mulaney. Okay. Um, his when he hosts SNL, it's it's what I DVR just in case I fall asleep halfway through. Um, I've loved his stand up for ever uh that that caught my eye i love chip and dale so pumped that that they're bringing it back in some regard um i'm interested to see how they make that work just the cgi and all that and right they i've loved all their live action remakes to be honest so um i think it'll be fantastic all right all right well, ding there. So two dings and a and a definite maybe for me, for the exception of uh, Andy Samberg. All right, so you got you got your list, Tim. You want to go ahead right. and like rapid I'm just, fire? I'm rolling through them. Um, so next now year, we're my, still we're still going to get to Pixar and Marvel here in a little bit. Okay, but, yeah. yeah, that uh, comes in hour three. So uh, <laughs> so next year, a Mighty Duck series. I love it. A yep. Turner and Hooch series. Man. <laughs> a live action uh so the beauty and the beast live action remake they're doing a prequel with gaston and uh josh gad i love josh gad i forgot his guy's name but mm-hmm. uh Swiss Robinson, <laughs> different, this isn't frozen uh, a percy jackson series i like uh, the percy yeah. jackson movies i did too yeah um, i like I, I primarily liked alexander daddario but uh, yeah, if I can do multiple, <laughs> let me go ahead and put an air horn for that one. Okay, <laughs> but I uh, still liked them. Some casting information about the uh, live-action Little Mermaid, um, which I think that's going to be good. Live-action. Who are they going to have play Ariel? Uh, her name's Halle Bailey. Okay. Uh, young actress. I don't know. She got a lot of flack, so she's African American and got a lot of crap because. Ariel's got to be white. No, she doesn't. Um, she doesn't. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is uh, Ursula. Oh, I love that. Uh, who's going to play? Who's going to play Sebastian? David Diggs. So, old boy from Blackish and from Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. 
Yep. I love that. Yep. Uh, Aquafina is the seagull. Love that. So uh, yeah, that's great. I, that I, that it's that's a fucking yeah. that's a fucking home. Did you already say Javier Bardem? Do you already say him? Oh no. Yeah. He's gonna play the prince. No. Or whatever. He's uh, King Triton. Yep. So who's I, gonna I play the who's gonna play who the, the prince? prince. Yeah, Some, I didn't see that. I didn't see the prince on there. I saw Javier Bardem as King Triton, but then I can't stop thinking about him and uh yeah. No Country for Old no Men. Country. Yeah, yeah, Javier Bardem's probably a little too old to be playing the prince right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, a live-action Pinocchio with Tom Hanks, I assume, is Geppetto. Yeah, which yeah. is weird. I don't I don't want to spend too much time on this, but for years, for fucking years, Downey has been going on Howard Stern talking about how he wanted to make this movie a live-action version of Pinocchio before Disney even started doing live-action versions. He wanted to be Geppetto and da-da-da-da-da. So it was shocking to me that, well, I think him and Disney are kind of on the outs right now. But it's it, it, he's been talking about wanting to make this movie for years. But it's it's Hanks and it's... Why am I calling everybody by there? It's <laughs> he, Tom yeah. Hanks. You became boys with all of Hollywood all of a sudden. And, and Bob Zemeckis is directing it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's Wait, gonna well, be great. Well, how was he on the outs out with uh, with Disney? Didn't he just do Doolittle this year? Well, that Disney? I, I'd be on the outs too. <laughs> that wasn't all his fault. If though. I'm Disney, I'm like, listen, bro, we need you to do one more thing. Oh me. well, I mean, with all the damn multiverses, and well, that's no, that's a whole other episode yeah. to get to. Tim, uh, we'll let I, you I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said on the outs. I that that was yeah. wrong. I just think him and Disney right now, their relationship isn't sure. as strong as it once was. Yeah, sure. Um. So I'll save all the Pixar stuff, but Jungle Cruise with The Rock and uh, Emily mm. Blunt. Love her. A live-action Lion King prequel. Uh, a new film called Raya and the Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. I didn't see much about it, but um, it looks pretty solid. Uh, some TV shows, Baymax from uh, Big Hero 6. Yes. One based on uh, Princess and the Frog, a Zootopia series and a Moana series. And a new one called Encanto or Encanto uh, with music from Lin Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. So they're, uh, man, they're just, just cranking stuff. Out. Like I said, it, it's, it's a lot, a lot to go yeah. through. I mean, if not we all have... this stuff's going to happen either. Right, right. right. Yeah. And if we were to to record this, like when we first started with all five of us on at the same time, this would be like a five part mini series. (laughs) So, but no, uh, good, good, good list out there, Tim. I mean, that's definitely been on my radar as far as Pixar, you know, real quick, the big one that stood out to me and I think stood out to everybody obviously is the light year. I don't even want to say the prequel to toy story. So this is going to be the, the like actual movie on, the character that the toy Buzz Lightyear was based on, and it's going to be voiced by Chris Evans. So very, very excited about that. I'll give that one a ding, and let me go ahead and get some feedback from you guys on that. I thought it was great because, you know, it's a, it's a, they're, they're making an origin story for a fictional character. (laughs) Right. Well, like a toy, right? But they're, they're, they're they're saying, okay, what if this toy was really based on a, on a person, right? Yeah. I think, I think it's great. I look, we all love Chris Evans. I mean, it's hard not to love Chris Evans, Mm. Uh, you know? It, it's tough, right? Because it's sort of like uh, it's sort of like De Niro playing Vito Corleone when Marlon Brando just won an, uh, you know an Oscar for it. It's like man, Tom Hanks, or excuse me, uh, uh, Tim Allen is right. 
fucking great as Buzz Lightyear. So it, it's going to be interesting. But I think I think I think he's going to pull it off. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Ding on that one, Tim. Yeah. Where are you at on this? Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. I, I did think it was funny that uh, Chris Evans had to kind of make the distinction that like I am not the toy. I am not Tim Allen. I'm not replacing him. Right. This is a like it's a different thing. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Using, using the properties they got. It'll be fun. Yeah. Why not? And I mean, to me, I think it makes perfect sense because originally, if I, if I remember this correctly, Buzz Lightyear was based off of, you know, some kind of either a cartoon or, or something. So to actually have that origin story on, that's already something that's a fictional toy to have that kind of story behind it. No, and I mean, no. they could have literally picked, I mean, I love Chris Evans. Don't get me wrong, but they could have picked Chris Hemsworth. I would have been happy with that choice too. Yeah. They could have picked Chris Pratt, you know, as far as the three big Chris's in the MCU, <laughs> either one of those three would have sufficed, but I'm, I'm totally good with that. So let's go ahead and move. Hold on. To, hold on. Tim's got some. Just, just oh. for the, the purists out there, there was a Disney cartoon in the, I guess late nineties called a, I think it was Buzz Lightyear of star command. That was supposed to be the cartoon show in the toy story world that the toy came from. Okay. So this movie is before that, that they then made this character into a cartoon and then a toy. So it's (laughs) just had to get that in there for, for the one person that's like, Oh, you're not going to talk about star command. (laughs) <laughs> thank you i'm giving you all the air horns for that one for saving thank us out there because trust you. me we do get ripped every now and again for missing some stuff thank you so. tim <laughs> i do what i can all right so last but definitely not least we'll go ahead and let's go ahead and start with the marvel shows you know obviously marvel studio is a huge factor in this whole not not disney acquisition they've been a part of disney for quite some time now but so we have the marvel shows gambit coming out some set dates, some not. And then, of course, the Marvel movies that we know are at least coming out. And again, there are there are three set dates for Marvel movies, and the rest are TBD. So let's go ahead and start with the first one coming out next month. WandaVision coming out January, I believe it's 11th. Um, it's like middle of January, something like that. It's going to do, I don't want to say directly, but it will tie into... Doctor Strange, Multitude of Madness. Of course, it's going to be Scarlet Witch and Vision coming back some way, somehow, in a lot of different dimensions and multiverses. And uh, let's just go and get that started because I feel like this is going to be a trend moving forward is this whole entire multiverse thing, whether if it's Spider-Man 3 that we're talking about, WandaVision, obviously the Multitude of Madness is the name of the next Doctor Strange movie. It, it seems like it's a way to, you can tie in things that you thought were wrapped up, but I mean, literally a way to tie in just about anything. And if it's done right, it will be great. If it's not done right, we will all shit all over it. So, you know, Tim, give me your <laughs> your, your, your thoughts on WandaVision, um, and then we'll go from there to Saba. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good or bad, we're all gonna give them our money, so they win. <laughs> um, I'm. It's interesting to me to go to Wandavision first, because uh, I feel like that's gonna be the hardest like 
to kind of grasp, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Falcon, not to get too far ahead, but Falcon Winter Soldier kind of is like, a, there's two guys and they're, I assume, picking up where Captain America left off and carrying on the name and cool, great, easy story. Mm-hmm. WandaVision, I think, is is going to introduce that multiverse for sure. And I think is going to do a lot to really show how powerful Wanda is. Um, my thoughts, I think a lot of that show is going to take place in her mind or of her own construction somehow. Um, probably some multiverse stuff too, but um yeah, I, I, it looks really interesting how they're doing sort of a I Love Lucy and a, a Brady Bunch right. and Married with Children and like just all the decades. Like, I think it's visually it's going to be fun to watch. Um, I think the two of them are great. Their characters are great. And hopefully it'll add a little depth to maybe the two most one-dimensional characters in or at least in the Avengers. Yeah. Not a lot of depth to, to those two. And I think Scarlet Witch is going to be critical to phase four. So I'm excited. Well said. Well said. Hang on that one. Saba, where are you at? I think it's going to be weird and I think people are going to hate it. Um, (laughs) Right. I I just, I think it's going to be so different from kind of what they've done so far. Sure. But it's also, I think it's also going to lend to a, to Tim's point, a lot of the things that you're going to see in phase four, I think they're going in a different direction. It's going to be a different feel. And I, I don't, I'm not sure if it's going to be good or not, but I think it's going to be weird. And I think a lot of like the traditional MCU fans, I just think they're not going to like it because it's not, it's not sort of Captain America and Iron, Iron Man. This is our first real view into a post, uh, you know, Infinity Saga MCU. Even with Spider-Man Far From Home, you know, Tony Stark was just totally a part of that movie, right? So I think that it's going to be interesting. I will give this movie, or excuse me, I will give this show every chance. I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to stop after one or two episodes. I'm going to give it an opportunity. I actually like the Wanda Maximoff character. Vision was a little meh. You know, I, I think, you know, we'll see. But I think, I do not think it's going to be met with, with great reviews because of because of the difference that it's going to have with what people are used to. Hmm. I like it. I like the honesty as always. Um, I'm, I'm in the middle myself. I mean, I'm a big fan of obviously weird and strange shit. So I'm definitely going to look forward to it, especially just growing up the way I did, you know, watching old school television shows with my sisters, as well as my dad, everything from the monsters to I love Lucy to of course the Brady bunch. And I mean, married with children was a staple in the, in the household. I mean, it was literally one of the first shows on Fox. So Actually, I'm going to go back with a ding on that one just because of the weirdness, and I will give it a chance because of that. I do agree with Saba, though, and it's not so much diehard MCU fans. I mean, I'll never forget when I saw Infinity War come out, and you could just tell how many people really didn't follow, let alone comic books, but the, the, like the MCU in general. 
Like as soon as Thanos snapped his fingers and, you know, T'Challa died, half the theater went fucking crazy. They were like, we just got him. I'm like, I get that. But, you know, we also just got everybody else like 10 years ago, starting with Iron Man. So, yeah, I think you're you're very traditional, doesn't know anything about the comics, uh, just kind of watches movies just to watch movies. Will probably not be a big fan of the show. I think maybe some of the diehard comic book fans will enjoy it. I do think because we are entering this whole new multiverse of damn near everything it feels like, I do think people are going to be more open to it. So that's just kind of my opinion on that. So I will I will ding it on there. And to keep it going, to Tim's point, to me what's going to be the, the buddy cop, comedy version yep. of the MCU, which literally I, I feel like this is going to be lethal weapon, but the MCU yep. version of it totally going to be Falcon and winter soldier. I'm all in for it. That's it. Yep. I mean, you, 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 when Jordan was at my house last Saturday before everybody got here, he had not seen the trailer for Falcon winter soldier. And I said, mm-hmm. dude, it's, it's like lethal weapon. It's like a buddy cop show. Yep. Uh, and I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally in for it. I mean, it, it goes back to, uh civil war right mm-hmm. and they're laying there after peter parker uh had just shot him and he's like i hate you you know they're both laying <laughs> right. there like right it's just it's kind of sort of continued to build on that i think it's uh it's gonna be great yep same i think that entire trailer summed up in that last like three seconds where uh i forget what he says but uh winter soldier makes some smart comment and falcon's just like I really hate you. Yeah. Like that's it. That's the whole show and I'm in. Agreed. Agreed. And so. I love that you know this is going to be sort of it's going to be like norm like like normal Bucky. Right? right? Like he's gone like he's done being like let's put his brain back in the blender, right? Right. Like that's all that's all done. You know, right. so it's like he's actually going to be kind of like a normal person. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really jazzed up for that because it's like, you know, that guy's had a rough road, man. Yeah. 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 I agree. Because, I mean, if you think about it, Infinity War as well as Endgame, he's normal Bucky as far as what we can see. For Just not any, a lot of screen time. Right. Like yeah. five minutes combined. Like he's kicking ass. And he's taking names, but we don't really get to know him as someone that's not, you know, warped by a sequence of, you know, words and, and numbers and codes. Breakfast. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely 17. looking forward to it. We all know that Falcon is Jordan Sound Brown's actor. favorite character. <laughs> so, um, keeping it going on that list. Again, another trailer that we got is Loki. So coming back, and uh, I love how the trailer picks up right from Endgame, where he ends up back with the um, the Tesseract, the Tesseract, yeah, and then going from there. So what are, what are your takes on the Loki trailer? You don't know where he goes. Uh, Owen Wilson was fun. Yeah, I'm into it. Look, I mean, everybody loves Tom Hiddleston. Everybody mm-hmm. loves the Loki character. I, you know. Not all these shows are going to hit. And I think some that you think are going to hit aren't, and some that you think that aren't will. So Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting. But, uh, I mean, I love Loki. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm into it. Yeah, I I think there's going to be a lot of of fan service in this one. I mean, Loki's had a lot of different iterations. Honestly, I mean, 
actual Loki in Norse mythology was like a female wolf that had babies and like right. <laughs> weird. Uh, Marvel Loki like was a woman for a little while and there that might show up in this show and he ran for ran for don't remember if he became president but that obviously is part of this and um it'll be a fun show i think uh i mean he's the god of mischief i think you know we see some elements throughout the mcu of him being fun and funny Mm. but that's not the focus and i think that's gonna be more of a focus in this i'm interested to see what implications it puts into the the main storyline um, and kind of what, what gets brought up because of this show. Gotcha. Gotcha. Excellent. Um, I agree. I, I've been a big fan of Loki characters since day one. You, uh, a lot of you may not know out there that Tom Hiddleston actually auditioned for the role of Thor, did not get it, was brought on as Loki, which we are all obviously ecstatic about. So, you know, just kind of like for the sake of time, let's do just a little bit of a speed round. Um, you know, as far as trailers goes, we did get a trailer for what if, which is going to be the animated version of the what if comic books, which uh, I don't know if you have a chance to like literally stop by your local comic book store, but go pick these up. They're like $2. And it's literally like if the silver surfer got the infinity gauntlet, like all these different kind of iterations and the guy voicing them, I cannot remember his name, but he is in Westworld and been in a ton of shows, and I'll look it up here in a little bit, but we have Harris? What If... Ed Harris? That? No, 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 not not him. He's the uh, the guy with the glasses. He's playing the Watcher in all of the oh, iterations um, of it. Jesus. Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. That's it. That's it. Incredible actor. He was in a Boardwalk Empire for, like, the last couple seasons. He's in Westworld. He's going to play the, the voice of the Watcher. So I just want to go down just, like, a couple shows and just give me, like, a yes or no. So we got, of course, the What If shows. We have Miss Marvel coming out. We have She-Hulk coming out, which is going to include Tim Roth coming back, playing the Abomination as he did in the Incredible Hulk movie with Ed Norton. And then, uh, of course, our boy, uh, our original Hulk right now, will be back in there. Uh, not is it Garofalo? Ruffalo. Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. That's it. And then we have Hawkeye. That, yes. Which is going to introduce Haley Steinfield as the daughter. And then we have Secret Invasion, which will bring back Tom Hiddleston uh, with rumored coming back, of course, which I can't see anybody else playing um, Nick Fury at this point. Yeah. But, of course, Sam Jackson. So just kind of going down the line, you know, just kind of spinning off each other. Let's go go ahead and start with What If and go from there. I'm, I'm pumped for What If. That was one uh, they announced, I think, when Disney Plus launched. And I was mm-hmm. – it's animated but voiced by the actors from the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that, that comic book series is great. Um, it actually introduced the original Marvel DC crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget how they phrased it, but like, what if they combine? So yeah, definitely check those out if you can. Um, some really, really cool, like just one shot comic stories. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna be great. And I'm, I'm usually not as thrilled about the animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars, Marvel, just doesn't grab me the way the live action stuff does, but I'm I'm definitely pumped for that one. 
Nice. Same I'm up. into it. It's I'm into it. It's at probably the middle middle of the list for me, but I'm into it. All right. So we'll go ahead and get some some dings on there. And of course, I'm definitely into it. I have a couple of the what if comics. Uh, they're very entertaining. Again, just one shots. And to me, I'm really glad that they're doing it animated. I mean, to to actually spend money to have real actors come in and, and this and the other. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that voice actors are not real actors, but I think that's the best way to actually do it. It's because Brian is a voice actor. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> so uh, the next one on there, Hawkeye, with, uh, again, Haley Steinfield. She voiced um, Spider-Gwen on Multiverse, or not Multiverse, uh, Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Verse. 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 And then she was also in Bumblebee. She's going to be playing Hawkeye's daughter. What's your take on that one? She's going to eventually take over the Hawkeye realm. So this is one that I'm disappointed Okay. Uh, because early on there was rumors that this would this would take place in between Infinity mm-hmm. War and Endgame and show him going on his rampage or whatever. Okay. I was like that would be number one on my list. Gotcha. So I'm a little look again. It's probably middle. Uh, I love the Hawkeye character. I'm super pumped. But my sort of eh, demeanor is only because the rumors kind of didn't pan out yeah. into what this is. Right. Yeah. So you, Ronan, you want a buzzer on that one? You want the harp? Buzzer. Give it to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tim, uh, where are so you question. Is huh? it confirmed that it is his daughter? Yes. Mm, that sucks. Um, so this right here. Go while you're at your comic book store. Get this. Uh, it's by a guy named Matt Fraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I think there's three of them. This is the story arc that that is going to follow. Okay. Um, the girl in it is not his daughter. Okay. Um, but he is sort of a mentor, so it, it'll still work. I could um, be wrong on this. I've been okay. going to be wrong before, but from what I read, it was his daughter. I think it, you are. Either way, it, you know, he's sort of a mentor to her, and mm-hmm. um, it. The the comics are great. They're uh, like really fantastic, and so I'm glad that he they're making the series about this. I also love the Ronan take on Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Um, Would have been thrilled about that, but this is probably number one or two of of the Marvel shows for me. All right, perfect. I'm gonna go with a ding on my end as well, just because I'm a huge Jeremy Renner fan and I love Haley Steinfeld. So uh, I mean, yes. I do think that they're going to maybe towards the end of this, you know, I don't know if it's going to be one season, two seasons, obviously it's going to tie into a bunch of stuff. I, I would like to believe that it would lead to more Ronin things. Again, I do not know the time frame on this show. It does not seem like it's going to be before civil war um, or I'm sorry, before infinity war. Yeah. It, it, so, I mean, who knows, but you know, if they can at least maybe do some flashback scenes, that would kind of, to me, be a fair compromise. Yeah. So we'll go from there on that. And then uh, keeping it moving, uh, another one that was mentioned, Secret Invasion, which with Samuel Jackson and, of course, Tom Hiddleston coming back to play his character that he played on. Uh, ben Mendelsohn. Uh, ben Mendelsohn. Talos. Yes. What did I say? You said Tom, Tom Hiddleston, Ben Mendelsohn. Oh yes, yes. Sorry. This is right up at this. This one's Tell right us. up at the, this one's right up at the top for me. I'm yep. super pumped. Love Sam Jackson. Love the Nick Fury character. Love the dynamic with them in uh, Captain Marvel. Yep. 
super pumped. Definitely a ding on this one. Yep. Yep. Same. I love the Talos character. Secret Invasion is a huge story. Um, you know, they can they can do a lot of things throwing that into the mix. So, um, yeah, it, for me, Hawkeye and Secret Invasion are the two top two. I, and I, I agree as well. I'm looking forward to it because, you know, originally we all, the majority of us thought that Captain Marvel was going to be pretty much a secret invasion movie and it ended up not being that. So yeah. I think this is going to be like kind of a great, you know, kind of middle ground for that. So keeping it going, uh, the next one, She-Hulk. Can again. I can I throw one in there that yeah. you might you might run over that I actually have right at the top of my list, and it's sure. the Ar- Armor Wars. Oh mm. yes, please do. That was actually because the last one I was going to mention. They're bringing back the Justin Hammer character, Sam mm-hmm. Rockwell. So it's going to mm-hmm. be it's going to be War Machine, and it's going to be Sam Rockwell or um, uh, Justin Hammer. Yeah. I'm all in on that one. I loved. Yeah. The Justin Hammer character yeah, in Iron Man Two, that one's right at the top of my list. I'm so pumped for that. Yep, all just all of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. D- dings all around. I'm very glad you said that because that was going to be the last one that I mentioned. And I mean, literally, the premise is, and it was, it's Tony Stark's greatest fear is his technology getting into the wrong hands. So, and yeah, again, that one is fantastic. So last. But definitely not least, let's go ahead. I know, I know, we kind of skipped over She-Hulk and all that, but you know, we only got so much time, and I'll, I'll try to do my best to split this up into two podcast episodes because <laughs> I'm not Joe Rogan here. <laughs> um, all right, so the Marvel movies. So we finally have a, at least an official release date. It might be tentative. Who knows? But as of right now, May seventh, twenty twenty one, Black Widow. Thoughts. Give it to me. I mean, just just give it to me. I mean, at this point, it's been pushed back and delayed so much. I mean, the movie's there; it's ready. Yeah, they could very easily they could have very easily put it out at this point. I mean, I get it, right? They wanna they wanna bank on it, maximize it. But mm-hmm. I'm into it. I love it. It'll be great. I think it'll be great, and it's also gonna lay the groundwork for the future Black Widow with the the other gal that's in it with her, and um, I think old boy Hopper from uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know he'll be good as Taskmaster. He's Taskmaster, right? Nah. No, no, no. He's, he's, he's um, the, uh, the Russian Captain America. The, yeah, the Russian Captain America. <laughs> but, but anyway, I think I, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be good. I I, I expect it to be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see Taskmaster. Um, yeah, I think it will be good. I'm honestly surprised they haven't done what they did with uh, Mulan and do the like premiere. $30 whatever thing right. on Disney plus. Uh, I think a lot of people would have, uh, and then with wonder woman going straight to HBO max, I figured they'd do the same with black widow. So, I mean, we'll see what happens come may, but, um, yeah, finally <laughs> here, here was the, the kind of biggest shock to me and they didn't really announce it. I mean, there's a date, but they did not talk much about it. And I don't know if this date is accurate or not, because I have two dates on here. So we all know that last or, or this year we were supposed to get, um, of course, Black Widow. And then right around November, I believe, you're supposed to get the Eternals. Mm-hmm. So now, A, did they not really, they didn't really talk about it at all no. that I can remember. During, they have a date for it, though. Well, that's the thing. I have two conflicting dates 
So I have one that's November 5th, 2021, which makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And then there's one that says February 12th, 2021. I don't think so. I don't have anything in February. No. All right. So I'm going to go with the November 5th, yeah. 2021. They're going to they're gonna maintain the same timeline. That's kind of what I'm hoping because right now, as far as dates go, again, just like it was supposed to be this year, it was supposed to be Black Widow first and then the Eternals in the fall. So if that, if that stays true... We're still looking at Black Widow, May 7th of 2021. So now we're looking November 5th for Eternals 2021. So before we get into the next two movies that have set dates, feedback on all that. I know we talked about it briefly on our 2020 previews, but any expectations, hopes, you know, this, that, and the other for Eternals? Well, Eternals just is just going to lay the groundwork for mutants. Um, yeah. You know, so and and I believe that they're actually yeah, there's rumors that they're going to do Fantastic Four something Fantastic Four in post credits, uh, which you know so makes sense. I'm I'm into it. I'm into the whole Eternal story. I don't I'm not I'm not I don't know much about it, but it's got a great cast. Yeah, they're sort of the the you know the the they're 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 the they're the beginning of right. Of everything, of everything, right? So I'm into it, you know? Yeah, I think uh, with the cast they've got, they've got a lot of things they can do after the fact. Um, you know, names that that are attached to this, they they expect a lot from it. So I mm. there's no reason to think it's not going to be great. And uh, sh- shout out Kamel Nanjiani for getting ripped. Yeah. Lot, lot of, lot of Disney Plus shows they can uh, spin off from this, right? Like yeah. they don't have enough already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit. Things across the board on that one. All right. So after that, the next confirmed date we have, and I do believe that this is wrapped up now. Now they're just in post edit. Is going to be Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming out July 9th, twenty twenty two. So I thoughts, think feedbacks, reactions. I, I think that's 2021. Really? I think that's, I think that's coming in between Black Widow and Eternals. That's uh, the list actually, I you know what? My with. handwriting sucks. I believe you're right. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, you know, the Ten Rings showed up in uh, Iron Man 3. Yeah. Three. And the first um, Iron Man too, but just briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just sort of a afterthought in those two. Um, so it'll be cool to see it actually kind of you know, really thought out, fleshed out and, and mm-hmm. show that the Ten Rings is a legit thing and not just Ben Kingston being a weirdo. Thank um, you. We need, we need a true Mandarin. That's, that's what it so, is. So I love the theory that he is actually the Mandarin uh-huh. and uh, I keep on saying the Mandalorian and that the actor thing is a, is a ploy to get him to where he needs to be and ah. he's in prison recruiting and all this kind of stuff. But okay. We'll see about that. <laughs> all right. TBD. I know Same very, back. I know very little about this character. Um, but I knew very little about guardians of the galaxy before it came out as well. So right. the it, Marvel's been really good at sort of hitting home runs with these, some of these obscure characters that people know less about, so I'm I'm pumped for it. Um, you know, 
I, I like I, I like the idea of you know it's it's a it's the last time they came out with a superhero that kind of looked different from traditional superheroes. Mm-hmm. It was it was a home run. So this you know I, little known this is a different looking superhero. I'm I'm all over it. I, I'll watch it. I'll watch it when it first comes out. You know, it'll, I'll I'll go to the theater or I'll I'll watch it. I'll pay the extra to watch it on Disney Plus without a question. Excellent. All right, and then uh, the last confirmed date, and then after this, we'll do a round robin like that. I, I do believe this is like officially our our longest podcast episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the clock. I'm like shit. Um. So last confirmed date, um, unless. COVID and the pandemic <laughs> likes to mess it up even more. Doctor Strange, Multitude of Madness, March 5th, 2022. My prediction, I'll go ahead and start this off. I do believe that this is where everything just completely hits the fan, but in a in, a, in an interesting way. And I mean that in the best way because obviously Kevin Feige and, and, and Marvel Studios is just a well-oiled machine. I mean, it's been a hit factory. You know, of course, like the first couple Thors were not that great. I mean, they've had a couple misses here and there. But for the most part, um, you know, they're like Motown back in the 70s, just cranking out <laughs> hits. And I expect not only would this be a hit, you know, of course, there's been rumors that this will be the first appearance of Mahershala Ali as Blade. Yes. A lot of stuff going on with this. And I think that obviously that this will lead into the Spider-Man 3 multiverse that we already have been getting tons of rumors about. So that's just kind of my prediction about it. Of course, I'm all in for that. I was not a huge fan of the first Doctor Strange film. It's no surprise or no secret. I'm not a huge Benedict Cumberdick fan. I like I respect you guys as an actor. He's you just, called him Benedict Cumberdick. I, I said Cumberbatch. <laughs> no, you did. Yes, I did. You called him Cumberdick. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna put that to that. Benedict, I love you. Benedict we want you on the Cumberdick. show. <laughs> Benedict, have your people call my people. <laughs> there you go. All right. So feedback on the so far the last official like date coming out for a Marvel movie. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited for it. Um, I I like the first one. I do like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, I said Cumberbatch. Benny Benny Cumbo, as we call him. Um, <laughs> Benny Cumbo. Uh, yeah, I mean it's gonna pull a lot. It can it can pull a lot of things together. Um, I mean they could make they could use this to make everything X Men have ever done canon in the Marvel universe. They can. I mean, whatever they want to do, the, this is going to open such a <laughs> a door to insanity, uh, along with another movie I'm sure we'll get to in a little bit. But um, mm. I, I did like the first one. I like Benedict. Um, I think the last two Avengers movies did more for Doctor Strange than his own movie did. But Agreed. Now we have a Doctor Strange that we like and we know, and let's do it. Agreed. Agree with you 100% on that. Because, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the villain, or yeah. literally two villains in the first Doctor Strange movie. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And, of course, uh, they're saying WandaVision is going to tie in directly into this movie as well. Yep. I think one of the things I like the most about all this is sort of the rumors about who is going to be introduced when. Mm-hmm. And and I'll, I'll touch on, you know, we'll t- I'm sure we'll touch on it as we hit some of these other movies. But... Obviously, 
bringing Blade into the fold uh, is in itself is enough for this, not to mention all of the literal and figurative doors that this is going to open for, you know, MCU phase four, phase five. Right. I mean, this is this movie is really, I think everything up to the point of of this movie is going to be sort of build up. And then once that happens, it's going to be sort of a blast off situation. I think if if this first, you know, 10 years was the Infinity Saga, I think we're about to get into the multiverse saga. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. And uh, to Saber's point, too, I think that this is going to be our phase four Avengers film. Yeah. You know, as far as we don't know where we're going, we don't know who the big bad's going to be. Of course, we've had this discussion a bunch of times as far as it's going to be Dr. Doom. You know, we know now. So mm-hmm. obviously that mm-hmm. we know oh, now. Yeah. 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 That we do. So speaking of which we did get a little bit of insight, uh, you know, and I don't want to get too much into Spider-Man three, you know, the rumors have already been out there. We've seen cameos, this, that, and the other, of course, we're I'm excited pumped. about it. I'm pumped for the Tom Holland cameo in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually Tom Holland will show up in his own movie. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Exactly. Every week. And they're like, what was it? Oh, I saw one the other day where it was a guy um, that was on Chappelle show. He played Ashy Larry. Yeah. 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 And he was the pizza guy. Yeah, and he was like, going to make a cameo in Spider-Man three as a guy that's like, Oh shit, that's Spider-Man. So I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I actually follow a site that has sort of, they, they in be here in discredits this site. I can't even remember the name of it. Do not talk about fucking. I'm not, I'm not even okay. saying the name. Let's just talk about what I read today or yesterday. Okay. The way that it's going to play out is uh, basically Tom Holland's going to be fighting uh, the Sinister Six all at the same time. And he's going to be getting fucking stomped. And uh, uh, Doctor Strange is going to come and he's going to like open a multiverse portal. And motherfucking Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to drop down. Dude, I'm getting fucking goosebumps. I'm talking about I, I hope that And happens. they're going to fucking drop down through it. And they're going to yeah. come and they're going to fucking like save them. And dude, like they can do anything with yeah. this. Yeah. They can do anything. And, and that's the beauty of it. Uh, I saw today on top of all the villains that they've already, you know, Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man 2 and Electro mm-hmm. from The Amazing Spider-Man. I saw today Green Goblin from The Amazing Series and Sandman uh, Hobgoblin, Sandman. I wouldn't uh, like, rule out I wouldn't rule out Tom Hardy being in this movie either. That yeah. That's if I'm Sony and I'm still letting you use what we technically have rights yeah. to, you're tying in my freaking Fucking Tom Hardy Venom. Yeah. 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 And um well, shoot, what's his name? Morpheus? Uh, Morbi? So Morbius, and that's Morbius. another thing, too, because we saw in the Morbius trailer that Vulture was on the very end of that trailer, and I think that's going to yep. lead up to the whole Sinister Six thing. So eventually, mm. Sony and Disney, obviously, they're on terms. I'm not going to say that they're good terms, but they're going to have to figure this thing out to be like, listen, Obviously, you don't fully own Spider-Man. We need to bring him back for a couple of things here. We're going to do this. They're going to have yeah. to figure out how to tie all this shit in together so they can all make a ton of money. If I'm in charge at Sony or near the top at Sony, I'm walking in a room and I'm saying, look, we better be getting fucking good with Marvel because <laughs> right. 
we're we're hurting ourselves here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like keeping fucking Tom Hardy's Venom and and Spider Man to ourselves. That that honestly, that's not helping us. That's just pissing off comic book fans. Right. Right. And Agreed. and it's yeah. I mean, if we reboot Spider Man a fourth time, come on. Oh God. Stop no. it. Because everybody loves Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's one of those things. So even even if we didn't love Tom Holland, there has to be a break. That's why yeah. I'm glad that once Disney did absorb Fox, that we didn't go right to okay, who's going to be Wolverine right now? Like, right. Let's just take a chill pill. Everybody, freaking relax. Let's enjoy some movies for a while, hey. and we'll get to all that later. So speaking yeah. of Wolverine, sounds like Black Panther Two is going to be when you get. Post credits is when you get your 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 first peek at, at the at the new Wolverine, or at least some hint of who Wolverine is. Hmm. Nice, nice. Did not know that. And and on, well, because they're gonna tie too. they're gonna tie adamantium, and because of they're gonna have to tie Wakanda into adamantium. Yeah, into his vibranium skeleton. Vi- no, yeah, they're yeah. gonna have to tie that together. Yeah, and uh, and they did they did they did announce this past week too that they are not going to replace uh, Chadwick as yeah. uh, King T'Challa, which is great. It's so it's yeah. still, they're still gonna they're still moving forward with the Black Panther two, um, with the same director for Black Panther one, but they are not looking to replace him, which I'm very happy about. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, just to kind of wrap things up, the last two on the list. You know, kind of big news on the Thor Love and Thunder uh, train is Christian Bale has been brought on board to be one of the villains, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. The God, the God Killer or whatever. Yes. The, yes. Uh, he's got the, this black sword that he basically, use, it, it increases his power and he's able to fucking yeah. kill God. So. I'm just, you know, I, and I'm interested to see him in the MCU, especially, you know, such the method actor that he is to to take on a role like this. So I'm sure he's excited. I'm excited to see him in this role. And then, uh, Sabre, you and I talked about this last week in A Year Place. Kang the Conqueror coming into uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I believe it's called Quantumania. Quantumania. Yeah. So another one I'm excited about. I'll let you guys kind of, you know, talk about that a little bit. But that's that's the most that I know is I'm just looking forward to seeing Kang the Conqueror. just for people that don't know, Kang the Conqueror is from the future. So all of this shit that's happened from Endgame and and what's going to happen moving forward is going to open the door. He's going to come back from the future. And, um, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of tie-ins. From what I hear, you know, Josh Brolin's not done in the MCU. And he may take on a, a, a different role, uh, you know, not as a bad guy. So he may he may actually become. And for those of you that that don't know, Josh Brolin played Thanos. So you know there are there are scenarios in some of the comic books where Thanos is actually on on the good guy's side. Um, look, I, I'm I'm listen. We're so far away from that, and so much needs to happen. I mean, right? Basically, Ant Man three is the last movie yeah that they've talked about that's going to be here so we're talking 2023 maybe even early 2024 before we get that you got a fantastic four movie that's coming before that um so a lot is going to happen the one thing and, and and i'll let tim go on this after i say this this iteration the the multiverse saga or whatever you want to call it's going to be so different 
from the Infinity Saga only because, well, because of content and direction and feel and look and all that. But when they started the Infin- or when they started the Infinity Saga, they didn't know that they were making the Infinity Saga, and then they right. started, you know, doing these spinoff TV shows that never tied in and and all that. Everything is going to seamlessly tie in to something else. This is going to be the most uh, just dialed in next 10 years of a combination of television, movies, everything's going to have its place. There's not going to, well, not going to be any holes. And it's just, um, it's exciting, man. It's so exciting. And it sucks that it continues to get delayed, but it's it's gonna be fucking phenomenal. And I'm 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 gonna watch it all, I'll pay fucking thirty dollars for all of them. I don't give a fuck. Let's go. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Uh I yeah, Kang is your is your phase four big bad. Um I think he, if he's not already introduced, he's gotta show up in, you know, post credits for Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Um unless, you know, they end up jockeying the, those timelines a little bit, but um yeah i'm pumped for it. i don't know if you guys have watched uh lovecraft country but the actor i forget his name he's oh, fantastic yes. in Jonathan, that. Jonathan majors mm-hmm. yeah that's super weird show. <laughs> yeah um but he's great uh, i'm excited for for that um yeah it, it it's interesting to think about the mcu and some of the things that towards the end of of the infinity saga you know fans started pointing out missteps here and there sure and they went back and they fixed pretty much all of them but imagine had they had the foresight when iron man one came out that this is the next decade yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible and and you know with star wars we're seeing kind of the same thing but yeah yeah it's a much bigger picture there's a lot there's a bigger timeline and there's way more characters i mean you could go anywhere in the universe Mm -hmm. whereas the mcu is this little hub and uh yeah it's all gonna tie together um it's coming incredible <laughs> um yeah. to jump back real quick thor love and thunder i'm pumped oh yeah so pumped for that uh i mean ragnarok like took everyone by surprise we mm-hmm. were like really a, th- a third thor movie all right i guess yeah and it was incredible yep. and uh you know this will be the first solo fourth movie yeah you know three iron man three captain america four thors who would have guessed yeah uh, i mean especially after the first two i mean ragnarok yeah. really saved it for me and oh yeah yeah you bring in uh, a genius like taika wakiki and then all of a sudden things change rapidly and then uh obviously with guardians three, three. you know still in the works as well but that's the uh, thing with, what him, they've, with him on board with that. Yeah, but what they've said about Guardians is Guardians 3, that's it. Yeah. yeah. You, you may see Peter Quill right. after that, but the rest of them will not be around. So. And, the, and the Christmas special. Yeah. Right. And the, right. And, the, and, the baby, and the baby Groot shorts. And the baby Groot yeah, yeah, shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. another thing. Like I said, I mean, I, I if we were to literally go down everything on this list, we would we would be recording till like twelve thirty tonight. Well, and we already already two, went over two it. hours in. <laughs> yeah, so I'll have to break this up some way somehow. But gentlemen, sorry. I mean, <laughs> hey, no, I'm glad we did it. You know, it's on it's on YouTube now. Uh, feel free to share it on your Facebook pages. 
and I'll end up breaking this up. I mean, it's it's definitely going to be two parts. I might break it up into three parts and then just honestly release them all in the same day. But uh, I think you guys have been fantastic. We we covered a lot of ground. I mean, Disney just straight up dropped a bomb on all of us more than they ever have before, and was just like, "Here's everything we're doing. Fuck COVID. We're <laughs> we don't even give a shit about theme park sales right now. Like all our focus is on movies and Disney Plus." Well, remember we talked about it early on. I you know I made a, I made a comment. I forget in one of our episodes where it's like. I felt like there was going to be so much content coming out of COVID because all people were able to do was just write, 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 think, idea, you know, come up with ideas. And now you're going to see the fruits of that. I think, you know, you're going to see some really great music over the next couple of years, really great TV. It's just an opportunity for people just to be really creative and and we're going to be able to take advantage of that. So thank you. Thank you, COVID, for the one fucking good thing yeah. that come, <laughs> right. came out of this. This and, and, and spending time with our loved ones a little bit more. But uh, obviously, Tim, thank you for, for coming back and take care of that little baby out there. Happy holidays to absolutely. you. Saba, have a safe trip up to Cleveland this weekend. I'm Looking going to Cincinnati. To back. Are you going to Cincinnati? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, either way, have a safe trip. I wish I was going to Cleveland. <laughs> and as always, make sure you check us out. Check out our podcast, uh, of course, Zero Dark Dirty and all your favorite podcasting formats. Our website, popculturepodcast.com, for all your news, notes, blogs, entertainments, our very own not-so-macho man, Tim, taking care of all your WWE, AWE, anything wrestling pretty much officiated. Tim has been the man on the spot for that. Ryan Saba, of course, with the water cooler. Tell them where they can find you at, sir. At WC Sports Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can find us. Just search the water cooler every Every single place that you get podcasts, you can find us, and you can also find us at the Believe Podcast Network as well. There you go. And again, happy holidays out there to everybody. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. We will see you back in 2021. Uh, Not saying that we're going to cure everything, but we're just trying to put a couple more smiles on your faces out there and, and try to entertain the masses. So thank you for listening. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow Water Cooler Sports uh, Sports Pod, of course, and Zero Dark Nerdy. Be sure to check out the website. Big shout out to our sponsors, Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcasting platform for podcasting professionals. Of course, betonline.ag. Andrew Newman, attorney at law, taking care of all your civil, criminal, and traffic court needs in the state of North Carolina. And of course, Yes Weekly, the best publication in all of the triad. Thank you all so much. We'll see you next week. Peace. See you. Yeah! Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.